This is the Luke 10-2 podcast, a conversation about preaching, planting, and leading with Noah Oldham. On today's episode, Noah sits down with Mike Berg, pastor and planter of Faith Community Bible Church in St. Louis, Missouri. They'll talk about planting churches in the inner city and how to raise up leaders in that context. I think it's a super helpful episode. Let's get started. Mike, so good to have you, man. Good to be here, bro. Man, I am excited about this opportunity for our listeners to get to know a little bit about who you are and what you're doing. So, Mike, tell us a little bit about your family. Family. So, for the last 14 years, I've had the distinct privilege to not only be married, but to stay married to the Tracy Bird. So, yeah. Pretty excited about that. We just celebrated 14 years um, a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Um, thank you, bro. We uh, four kids. Trinity is a freshman in college. Michaela is a sophomore in high school. We also have Michael Jr., who's in the seventh grade, and Tyler, who's in the fifth grade. So, man, pretty interesting bird nest. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And their hands are full. Yeah, probably because of me more than anything. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, I love Tracy. I wish she could be on this podcast with us today. She'd have a lot to say. Man, Tracy would have a lot to say, man. She can teach us a lot. She's hey, pretty sharp, too. You see if I can get her her, uh, her schedule. If I can get on there, we'll get her on here, here hey. not too long. <laughs> Mike, tell us a little about your church. Uh, our church, Faith Community Bible Church, um, we uh, are right at uh, two and a half years since we planted in North St. Louis City. Faith Community Bible Church, simple mission to make Christ known in the community. And, mm-hmm. and we believe that God has really gifted us, not only myself as as lead planting pastor, but also one of our, our newly ordained pastor, Anderson. We partnered really to really to see Christ made big within the inner city context. We feel called to it. And, and as we as we serve there in North City, we just want to see see people developed, man. We, we always say we want to develop people who are growing in the gospel. So, mm. yeah. And uh, unlike a lot of guys who plant in a city, you're actually from St. Louis originally. Yeah. Born and raised, born and raised. Um, when, when my wife and I first got married, um, we actually lived there in uh, in Baton, where our church is currently. We wow. lived there for about three or four years. And when we moved from that neighborhood, we was like, man, we leaving here. We're never coming back. Right. Um, but, you know, you always hear never say never. So uh, the Lord sent us back after we grew up and, you know, fell in love with him. And, and now we're there. That's serving awesome. Jesus right there in the area that we, you know, that we said we would never uh, go back to. Not only do we serve there, it's where we live, work and play. Our house is there yeah. as well. So That's good. Yeah. Man, that's, a great, that's a great segue into my next question. Talk to us a little bit about your call. Uh, what did your call look like from God to plant Faith Community Bible Church? Man, that's, that's an interesting question. Uh, it, it's always a joy just to really go back to think through that. And uh, just how, where the Lord has us now. So, mm. so man, I grew up in church. Um, grew up in church. Served at a local church here in St. Louis City in the heart of the Central West End. Um, Central West End, we, uh, Mercy Seat. We served there. Um, grew up there. And I thought for a long time, because I grew up in the church, I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. Only to turn 16. Uh, decided I needed a break from church. Only to realize, man, years later, that I wasn't a Christian at all. Um Within that time, went to another church. Um, my maybe my freshman year in college um, was at a men's was at a men's ministry, and 
this guy, man, by the name of Aaron Foster, shared the gospel with me. Um, I thought he was talking to me about a, a cult or something. Like, it tells you how much I knew. Um, shared the gospel with me. Um, a couple weeks after that, man, I dropped to my knees in my, in my bachelor pad um, and uh, begged the Lord to save me. Uh, went back to the church I grew up at, started serving Jesus there, and, and just really fell in love with the gospel, fell in love with the truth of the scriptures. Um, after about um, four years, maybe, uh, ended up leaving that church, uh, locked in at a, at, a, at a church plant that was about three years old at the time, mm. plugged in there, began to build youth ministry, got ordained as one of the elders at this church. Um, worked out with youth ministry, started a youth ministry called Hype in Christ, which is an acronym for helping youth pursue excellence in Christ. I'm high energy, so I was known as the hype man, right? You're, you're high energy? Uh, hey, that's what I sure? heard, you know? Uh, <laughs> so um, Hype in Christ, man, from there, we just began to just do a lot of inner city ministry. Yeah. Um, so the Lord kind of developed our love uh, for the inner city that way. Um, I just really began to pray after a couple of years of doing that, like, what would the Lord have us to do? And just really felt called um, to start, quote unquote, start a church within the inner city because we didn't know a lot of the church plant lingo. Uh, we just knew that we wanted to see Jesus made much of in the hood. Mm -hmm. um, so a little while after that, we really felt the burden to plant Faith Community Bible Church in the inner city. And with the blessing of our pastor, we we began to move in that direction and it ended up um, meeting Good, good, good friend of mine now. One of my, one of my good buddies now. Uh, kind of put me on to local, local uh, ministry here in St. Louis called Plant Midwest. Mm -hmm. Went there, um, met met dudes like you, Noah, and really just began to grow. Plugged in, and Faith Community Bible Church was birthed with the mission to make Christ known in the community. So, mm. yeah, that's yeah, dude. And and from what I what I see each and every day, what I hear. Um, it's happening. It really yeah. is happening. It's a joy to watch. It's a joy to watch someone follow their call and being able to journey with you throughout those years, and even the process of you becoming a part of the SBC family and joining yeah. the Send Network. Um, that's been amazing. It's ma amazing to watch you grow as a as a leader and as a communicator. Because, dude, you you just have you you took this mantle God called you to. You embraced it, and you've run a hundred miles an hour, and that's been beautiful to watch. And one of the things I'm most impressed by you, Mike, I'm impressed by a lot of things, let's be clear. <laughs> but one of the things I'm most impressed about you is how you focus on developing men. Yeah. Talk to us. Tell us why it is so important to develop men in a church planning culture. Well, I'm going to tell you, um, one of the things that, that, the, that I believe the Lord has really kind of shaped my heart with it's discipleship, mm -hmm. not just regular conversations. How you doing? How your wife doing? How your kids doing? You know, but really kind of digging in the trenches, pulling back the onion in a lot of ways and doing life with guys. And because of that, like I firmly believe not only myself, but Faith Community Bible Church, we embrace fully that God has placed doctrinal purity on the shoulders of faithful men. Mm -hmm. And the reality of that is like. There's guys who want to be faithful. There's guys who actually call right to serve within inner city context or anywhere else. But they just really need somebody not only who believe in God, but also who believe in them, mm. who willing to have hard conversations with them and walk out life with them, not to judge them when they mess up, but to love them when they mess up. And, you know, I just believe that as a leader, man, it's my my responsibility and my call to love dudes just as Jesus has loved me. 
and just walk through it with them. And I believe that like that's important, you know, in church planting, because if we're not raising up faithful men, then we're killing the church before it even gets started. You know, what, what happens if we aren't raising up men? Like if I'm just the only one heralding truth from the stage and there's nobody to come behind me, then, you know, we're we're not giving longevity to the godly call. So, you know, our desire, even at our church, um, is to is to make sure that we're multiplying ourselves. Right. And we believe that the only way for us to be a church that plants churches or a disciple making church is to raise up faithful men. That's good. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about the genesis for all this, where this all began and the forms that it's taken over the years. Because I've watched you, um, social media and just in our friendship, I've heard the different things you've been doing with guys to pour into them. Where did it start and now where has it gone? And, and then even after that, where do you want to see it in the future? Man, it's interesting. So it, so it kind of started with me planting by myself. Mm. Like I planted with no other men, right? I didn't have no other men. I always say we had one and a half men. We had one that was faithful and one that was questionable, right? <laughs> man. <laughs> so, so really, I mean, I just got on my knees, man, and just start praying to the Lord, um, just asking him to send us men. Hmm. The prayer was, Lord, send us men. If they're not faithful, we'll disciple them faithful, right? And we just began to pray and pray and seek the Lord and believe God. And, the, you know, and next thing we know, a year later, we, we got seven guys on stage and then another three or four in, this, in, in the service that we're praying for, for leadership. Um, so it kind of it, it was birthed out of me just knowing and mm-hmm. the importance of the call. Second um, Timothy 2, 2, mm-hmm. that which I've given to you and trust is to faithful men who we give to others also. Like like it's a biblical call. It's a biblical responsibility. Mm-hmm. So. So like like that's really how it kind of shaped. And I'm like, man, like if I'm you know, if I want to see the inner city change, like I'm just a broken dude who can't do it on his own. So I have to pour that into other people. So I was like, you know what? What would it look like for me to put my fingerprint on a lot of different guys, but help them see Jesus? So I just started meeting with guys, having conversations with them about biblical character, having conversations with them about what they believe. Mm -hmm. That's how Faith Community Bible Church's preaching lab started. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And from that preaching lab, next thing you know, I began to ask questions like, is anybody feel called to pastor and plant a church? Next thing you know, we have like five or six dudes who like, you know what? I feel called to plant or I feel called to replant or revitalize the African-American church. Wow. And it's like, well, man, well, why didn't you say anything? They said, not only because you didn't ask, because we thought there was a curse word, Mm. you know, so we just really started spending time with these guys. And Uh, unpack that for me a little bit. You said that, um, number one, you didn't ask. I think I get that part, Mm -hmm. just needing that leader to believe in them. You already spoken to, but that second part, we thought it was a curse word. Talk to me about about what that means and why that'd be a negative thing. If somebody would feel like it's a negative thing to say, I feel like I have a call from God to go do something. Good. So, so, So contextually for us, the only time guys planted churches is when there was a church split or you didn't like something your pastor was doing. Mm. So I'm going to go out and show you that I can do it better than you. Wow. So I'm going to start a church. Wow. Um, and a lot of our guys come from that background. So for me to be able to say, like, hey, I believe in you. Like, um, it's okay for you 
to partner with me to plant a church or for you to partner with somebody else to be a church planter or to revitalize. They're like, wait a minute. Like this can happen. Like I'll never forget, you know, talking to talking to one of our guys. Uh, this guy has been been a part of several different churches um, within our, within our city. And I had a meeting with him and I said, man, like, I just want to let you know that I believe in you. I believe in who God has called you to be. I know you're not there yet. You haven't arrived. But hey, at your at your, at your age, none of us had. Mm-hmm. Right. But I believe in you. He called me 20 minutes after our meeting and said, nobody's ever told me that they believe in me. Wow. I'm 30 something years old with, with with tears like you can hear it in his voice. Nobody has ever told me that. Thank you. Since then, this guy's one of the most faithful people at our church, one of the most faithful givers at our church and it's on track to to plant within the next six to seven years. Wow. All because we spend time with them, like all because we tell them, hey, I believe in you. And I think that should we should we develop people who believe in Jesus? Absolutely. But these guys need to know that we believe in them. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I know you come from and you're raised in a broken area and you've seen a lot of a lot of messed up things coming up. Mm. But but just as um, God can use me, hey, God can use them, too. And that's good. Yeah. So you said uh, step one is feeling the burden and praying. It's yeah. a lot like Nehemiah, like having this call for the city of Jerusalem and begin praying, God, would you do something? Would you use me? You said yeah. I mean, you said we, but I know a lot of that was you. You were the only guy in your church. You're saying, I will disciple them. I'll disciple them. Um, but then there's a, there's a next step before you get to the mm-hmm. preaching lab, before you get to these guys that are owning this call. Um, talk to us about the earliest days. I remember you guys used to meet in the afternoon, mm-hmm. um, and you would, you would often meet on Sunday mornings before your services. Mm-hmm. And so t- tell us, because I want guys to understand practically what this can look like. If a church planner is saying, I need men, number one, I, I need to pray. Number two, how do they begin meeting with guys? What does that look like? That's good. So so when we first um, when we first began to plant faith community, we was meeting in my dining room, mm-hmm. right? My dining room. Uh, I lived in South City. Then next thing you know, somebody broke my sink. Can you? I was like, oh, we got to get out of my house. You're going to break my stuff, right? So then we moved to another to a, uh, another little storefront. Not, it wasn't a storefront. It was a building. It was like, I mean, the sanctuary held every bit of about 30 people if we lucky. I remember that. Right? When it rained outside, it rained in the church. Yeah. Right? When it was cold outside, it was cold there in the church. Right? But we were, we kept it clean. I mean, did what we had to do. Yeah. Right? Um. But but what we did within that time is that we met, uh, I think we met as late as one, right? But we were, u- were utilizing the time in the mornings to meet with meet with guys, um, to pray with them, to begin to walk through what is the gospel. We had something that we call faith class where we would just begin to walk these guys through through simple gospel stuff. Right. To, to just saturate them with the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, and through that. Man, God just began to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, it's not only about what you know, but it's about how you live it. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, like guys just really started having a passion to live the gospel and began to hold one another accountable and just begin to do life together, man. I mean, authentic relationship in that was is what we aimed for, man. And we see that happening. Yeah. Did that happen at uh 
in seminary libraries or fancy coffee shops? Where, where do those meetings often happen? I mean, it happened in life, in, yeah. in each other's homes. Yeah. It happened in the car. It happened, I mean, we played basketball together a couple of times. I mean, it happened during marriage counseling. I mean, wherever we could. Yeah. You know, one thing that we, you know, we, we still talk about to this day is that really just doing ministry where life exists. Everybody not a coffee drinker. Yeah, right? But, it, but if I know, you know, that, um, that you moving, then let's make moving you from one house to another a rhythm of discipleship. Let's get as many dudes as we can to laugh together. Man, one thing that was funny is that we uh, we took about 15 dudes. We were headed to go prayer walk in Charleston, right? We didn't make it to Charleston that day because the van broke down, <laughs> right? But the, I believe the Lord used that moment to forge um to, to forge our call to raise up faithful men because from that we went back the next day and a guy professed Jesus wow. who was with us on that trip. Wow. We baptized that guy and now all of those guys are faithfully serving in some aspect of the church yeah. because we broke down on the side of the highway and had a conversation about Jesus and baptism. That's amazing. So it's just doing life together, yeah, man. man. I love it. Mike, thank you so much, man, for spending time with me today. Hey, last question I want to ask you is we're going to have some listeners, hopefully, that say, hey, I want to partner with Faith Community Bible Church. What are some ways that a church could come alongside and partner with you guys? A couple ways um, that you can partner with Faith Community. Um, number one is through prayer. Um, we believe that prayer is the heartbeat of the church, and we can never have enough of it. Um, number two, man, we're moving into a new building. Super excited about that, you know. Um, we could use finances to keep the building going we can use some hands to help clean the building out paint and do all of that we also are heavy in evangelism and outreach at our church so just coming alongside of us some kind of way to to engage our community a little bit more to spread awareness about what the lord is doing at faith community bible church and how we are there simply to make christ known in the community so yeah yeah. Uh, all, all those in so many other ways. I can't wait to send more teams your way and to see the work uh, through Faith Community Bible Church continue uh, here, there, and everywhere. Thanks, bro. Thank you, brother. Thanks for listening to the Luke 10-2 podcast. For more information about the SEND network in St. Louis, visit SENDSTL.com.